Okay, so it's the first episode of the season two of the new daily podcast. Um, I'm, today I'm going to be talking about being a coach and an athlete. Uh, I am both a coach and an athlete at the same time. And I've been learning more than I would be if someone was teaching me. Uh, I used to watch YouTube videos on how to do a lot of things that I could learn how to do myself if I just took time to do it. I wasn't skipping out on things. Um, and I learned this during training to jump. While I was training to jump, uh, I learned a lot of things about weightlifting, about jumping, about the human body, about muscles. Um, yeah. Uh, a coach, they just tell you what to do, and they instruct you on things to better you. The athlete actually carries out the things. If you combine the two together, you just get a super awesome athlete. One coach can't coach a, a whole team by themselves. They're going to need multiple coaches, like, say, in track. Um, there's... There's the jumping coach who teaches how to do the long jump, the triple jump, the high jump. Uh, and then there's the throwing coach who teaches shot put, discus, and the hammer throw and javelin, whatever they do. And then there's the head coach who will teach uh, the distance runners. And there's a sprint coach who will teach the 100 meter and the 200 meter runners. And sometimes the 400 meter runners. Uh, when uh, when you get to into a process of working hard by yourself, you just want to continue. You don't want to stop. Um, I've been training for about two or three years now um, to jump train, and I finally hit a lot of my goals. Two of my goals were to first start dunking on nine feet um i hit that goal two years ago um then the next goal was to dunk on nine a nine foot seven inch goal and i hit that a few months ago and a couple of months and then two months ago i hit the grab a 10 foot rim and now i'm working on grabbing a 10 foot rim consistently which means every time I go up, I can grab the rim. And then next I'll be working on grabbing it with low speed. I can basically just walk up to it and just easily grab it. Um, when you're a coach and athlete, you have to hold yourself accountable for your gains. Um, I know a lot of people who've been doing things coaching themselves and they haven't let themselves or anything else get in the way of the training. Um, I am, I tend to be lazy, but I still hold myself accountable for training. If I don't get up and train, I kind of get frustrated with myself. And then I do like three times as hard of work as if I was doing consistent work every day. Um, one of the best things I've probably learned about during training was injuries. See, I've come across a lot of pains and aches, um, but...
I've learned about a lot of those and what they come from. Um, one injury I got was in my ankle. I had extended it too far when I jumped and I had pain in my Achilles. Uh, I just had to rest, rest it, nice it. Uh, another pain, uh, injury I had was during basketball tryouts uh, the year before last year. Uh, I had jumped and someone went up to block the ball, but they weren't going to. Um, and they fell on top of me and I got squished on the ground and I'm a fairly skinny guy. I fell on my hip and I had like hip pain for two weeks after that incident. Uh, figured out I just had like a minor hip sprain. Well, it was a little bit more than minor, but it was still a hip sprain. I sprained my hip. Um, a couple of things that I had to put a lot of research in was, uh, it's, it's not an injury really, it's what can be said as an injury, but it's called jumper's knee. It's when you get pain in the right above your knees. It comes from excessive use of the knees. Uh, really, you can do two things. Yeah, surgery or rest it. And I did neither of those. Um, but I didn't push it harder than I could. See, squatting, jumping, and running were three things I was doing at the same time almost every day, constantly. Um, and that was terrible for my knees. Uh, it's all, it's all better now. I don't have a lot of pain unless I'm really pushing my legs to jump, which I haven't been doing recently. I've, I've been in a deload, which means I've stopped training and stopped lifting and everything just to let my legs rest for a whole month. That can be bad for your athleticism but it's better to let your athleticism go down and then raise it back up than to keep going and injure yourself. Um, I don't want to push myself to where I injured myself because there's a lot of people who push themselves hard and they think they're making gains. They get to where they want to get, but then they have all these injuries and they have to rest and then... They lose that, lose the athleticism, and then they have to regain it slowly. Um, I want to get to a point to where I'm not injuring myself, and I'm athletic. So stay tuned for that. Um, track running. I'm going to start lifting weights for track running. So that's going to extend my workout vlogs, as you should say. I have a very tight schedule on when I can work out. But I can do a couple of bodyweight stuff, a little bit of bodyweight stuff at home, like running, jump squats, uh, pistol squats, split squats. Uh, and yeah. Uh, the first thing I want to do when I get in the weight room is deadlifts. I want to do deadlifts and a lot of core work. Because to jump, you need hamstrings, quads, calves, and core. I think my quads and calves are okay for where I'm at. But my 
hamstrings aren't up to par. They're not as strong as they need to be. Um, I can only hip squat 135. Um, and my squat numbers aren't really as high as they would be for a professional bunker. A lot of professional bunkers squat 450 plus. Um, I'm only squatting 325. It's upwards of my 315 I had set way earlier last year. Um, uh, but I have a lot of time to get to those. I'm not rushing because rushing is probably the worst thing you could do while training. You'll injure yourself and destroy your knees and your feet and your ankles. Um, flexibility. My flexibility is trash. Um, I used to be flexible, but not anymore. I used to be able to hold certain stretches in a static position for a good five to ten minutes. But that's pretty bad, so don't do that because your muscles will start to like tense up and stuff. Um, I want to at least get a lot, a little bit of my flexibility back, mainly in the legs because during running, I can't even hit a full stride because my hamstrings aren't flexible enough. Um, being flexible is probably a crucial thing you need as a runner and a jumper because in this thing we like to call the, um, I can't remember the word. Again, I forgot the word. Um, plyo, no it's not plyo, uh, I'll come up with it later. But it's basically stretching your legs out when you jump and uh, stretching your first leg out and then bringing the second leg in, for, in front of that one. I forgot what it's called. I could look it up, but it's going to take a couple minutes. Um, but stretching will be good for that. And when jumping, you always want to not jump as, as high as you can. You always want to limit your body. You never want to go past 95% unless you want to. Because your body, it wants to make you run faster, but you don't want it to because it'll push you past your limit. Okay, I found the word. I found the word. It is penultimate. Your penultimate step is when penultimate. I think I'm saying it right. Penultimate. It's when you stretch your your leg the third to last. No, the second to last step when you're jumping. You stretch that first leg out and you bring your second foot. Well, the last step and the last step in front of it, and then you jump. I'm not flexible enough to get my leg all the way out there, but if I was. Um, I would be making even more gains in my vertical than I am now. So I'm training my flexibility and getting bouncier. Bouncier, 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 bouncier. Try saying that. 
a lot. Bounce here, bounce here, bounce here. It's, it's kind of hard to say fast. Um, when you always try to think of two things when I'm, when I'm doing sports. For jumping, I like to think that I'm a, ro a rocket ship. Um, and when I'm running, I like to think I'm something fast, like a jet, a cheetah, <laughs> cheetah, um, a son, a, a, like Sonic, uh, or Usain Bolt, one of those four things. Um, those are all fast, and when I'm distance running, I like to think I'm like something like a car, or something that can go for a long distance without, without stopping. Um, why is there a dog barking? Um, calf muscles. The first body muscle up from the ground. Or so you thought. Your feet muscles are the most important muscle when jumping. Because when you jump, from the balls of your feet, you're pushing up through the balls of your feet, and then you're using your calf muscles to push through that, and then you're using your quads to push off the ground, and you're using the core to keep yourself stable, and using your arms to extend your body upwards, and then you sometimes you can use your head, the neck muscles, to help propel yourself up, and then you place the ball in, and then when you're coming back down, it's reverse then well it's not reverse it's basically the same process back over again then it's toes laying on the ground then your heels and your calves are back on the ground then your quads are resting then you loosen your core then all the other stuff just comes back down um i've uh been looking at different pairs of shoes when training, and I've come across these two things. You always want your shoes at least a half a size to a size small. And, well, that sounds kind of stupid. You're like, well, why do we want to do this? Um, well, when you're jumping and when you're running, you don't want your feet shifting forwards and backwards in your shoes. You want a snug, tight fit to your feet. Um, I used to jump and uh, when I was wearing a shoe that was like even a half a size too small, my foot would slip forward and my toes would like ball up in the front of the shoe and it was terrible. Um, and you also, you also want to jump in, when you're practicing jumping, you want to jump in some running shoes. That may sound stupid, but it works. Because my uh, jumping shoes are, right now, are just a pair of old running shoes that I used to wear. Um, you're like, well, those are too flexible. No, they're okay for what you're using for. Uh, when you're planting your heel on the ground, they're going to bend in the middle. But it's kind of all right. It's going to bend at the heel, too. But you want it like that, because when you plant it, you're going to roll that foot down, and you're going to bring the other foot in front of it. So it's not going to be as bad. Um, you're going to have a lot more ankle motion. Uh, basketball shoes. I don't really like jumping in basketball shoes because I don't have all that ankle motion. 
which it's good for some people, bad for some people. Some people have weak ankles. I have fairly strong ankles. It's something, not something here. Someone say every day. I have uh, some ankles that are stronger than yours. Uh, but yeah, I have fairly strong ankles, so my ankles won't twist real easy when I'm jumping. The shoe will like flex. Um, but you can't really help that. Um, you can wear basketball shoes, I would, but they still flex too. They flex to the side, but the ankle shielding is still there, so your shoe won't bend as much as you don't like it. Don't like it to. Um, the sole it really doesn't matter if there's a sole or not in the shoe. I used to jump in shoes that don't have a sole. The shoes I have now just have a running sole in them. They're sweaty shoes. They're just like an old pair of shoes. It doesn't really matter what you jump in. As long as they won't injure your feet and tear up your legs and all that. So, yeah. Uh, I think that's about all I have for this podcast. But tomorrow, I have another podcast coming out. Because now it's a daily podcast. Season 2, Episode 2 comes out tomorrow. It's going on. And it's going to be awesome. So check that out. See you later.